Hey, Shalene, it's Ashley from ashesyoga.com. I've been a lifer since the Turbo Fire days in 2012, and now I'm taking a lot of your advice from your podcast about business and life. And a few months ago, you did a podcast about putting a price to your free offerings instead of giving away so much for free. So I took that advice and put a nominal price to my yoga ebook, my ebook for yoga class creation meant for yoga teachers. And since then, I have made $4,000 with that ebook. I make about three to $500 per month using that simple tip just to put a price to your free offering. And I actually get a lot of my clients and people wanting to work with me um, are a bit more higher level than those who just want things for free. So I'm so glad you did that podcast. And I'm so glad you challenged us to put a price to our free offerings so that we are able to have a better exchange of energy and money all around. So thank you so much. I love you. I love your podcast. You are the bomb.com. Welcome to Build Your Tribe. I'm Shalene Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. And we know your time is valuable. So every Tuesday, we release an episode loaded with quick tips designed to get you in and get you out. All right, mom, this one's all you. Today's quick tip is designed for those of you who are considering starting a podcast or who perhaps already have a podcast. In this quick tip, you'll hear from my friend Paul Culligan, who, like, this is his jam. He studies everything you need to know about how to get a competitive edge when it comes to podcasting. You can't just say, you know what, I think I want to start a podcast because Lewis Howes has one or Oprah has one or I want to attract more followers. Like you need a strategy, you need a plan. So today you're going to get a quick tip, but I encourage you to make certain that you are subscribed. If you're listening to this on Spotify, you want to click follow because my Thursday edition of Build Your Tribe is devoted specifically to this topic. What you need to know about podcasting, like how to get the competitive edge, everything that has changed, and how you can take advantage of that. And again, that will be with my guest, Paul Culligan, on Thursday. You guys, I podcast five days a week, and I study this stuff, and there's still so many details that he blows my mind with every time I have him on as a guest. So you are in good hands, but don't forget, tune in again on Thursday for even more. Recently, I was at a conference where I swear every single person that came up to me said, I'm thinking about starting a podcast or I just started a podcast. It's becoming such a competitive space, which means it's just more incumbent upon us to really look at it strategically. So. That's why it's so important for me to just regularly bring you back here on the show because it's such an important medium. I want to just start off by asking you, because you're the authority here, is there less of an opportunity if I'm thinking about starting a podcast right now? Should I forget it? Am I too late? If anything, the timing is better now because those of us who think about podcasting strategically, we're not worried about downloads. We're worried about influence. Mm-hmm. Okay, And this is really important because if you want to reach out to your existing client base and you want to have influence on them, the podcast is no better way to do it. And if you only have five people in your client base and you podcast to just five of them, if you have more influence, it's still a viable tool. 
Yeah. And that's what's so powerful about this thing. Get rid of a lot of us tend to think of podcasting and the radio world and how many millions of downloads we get. And can we be the next Joe Rogan? And Joe's doing great. But the real power of podcasting has always been influence. Mm. And no better time to start the influence than today. This is true. What about those of us who've been doing it now for quite a while and maybe in the beginning, because it wasn't as crowded, it was a little bit easier to get the attention of podcast listeners. What advice do you have for those who've been podcasting for a while now to stay ahead of the game or to stay relevant and competitive? But there is more noise now. And basically, you've got to get yourself in a position where people pick your show over the other show. You know, mm. I was on the web. I was on the web. Don't tell anybody, but there was a day on the web when there was literally a web page called new websites. <laughs> and they didn't even update it every day. That's so funny. You know, and I have a book on my shelf called The Beginner's Guide to the Internet. It's like a thousand pages long. It's really thick, like chapter 14 or something. There's a couple of paragraphs of this thing coming called the web. Wow. And so this is the way we need to think about it. So yes, there's more competition, but if we stay ahead of it, we're going to chat about some stuff. The timing on this recording is really fun because there's some new announcements out that'll deal with it. But if you stay ahead of the game and you stay continuing to serve your audience, this is the big thing. And this is one of the reasons why I love chatting with you because this is your mantra as well across everything you do. If you truly serve your audience and you do it intelligently, your podcast is only going to get better. What are some things that turn off a podcast listener? Well, not serving them, wasting their time. What, you know? what does that look like? I mean, I know for me personally, because I consume a massive amount of podcasts, I know it feels like wasting my time. Well, there's ones like this. Hey, guys, it's Wednesday, and I'm not quite sure what we're going to talk about today, but let's spend some time together. You know, I spent a great deal of time putting together the outline for today because I know how valuable your audience is, and I know yeah. that you've never asked me back in a billion years if I wasted anybody's time. So the big thing is there's this idea that like, and again, it's back to that radio mentality that we got to get up every Wednesday morning. We have to record a podcast. We got to get it out the door, regardless of if we have anything to say, mm. you know, just if you have nothing to say, don't say it. Mm. And that service would change everything. You know, if you have a podcast that's typically 20 minutes long, how refreshing would it be to start out and go, Hey guys, today it's really just a 10 minute subject. So I'm not going to take the other 10 minutes, spend the other 10 minutes and take your dog for a walk or something like that. Flip side, if you were to start a show and say, hey, I know normally we're 20 minutes, but today's topic is so key and I didn't want to break it up. We're going for 40. I understand if you need to hit pause and listen to this at another time. If you take your audience with you, oh man, they love you for it. My daughter loves podcasts and some of the podcasts that she listened to, Paul, they're exactly that. It's like two hours of just kind of bizarre nonsensical inside yeah. joke banter. I just don't get yeah. it. So perhaps there is an audience for, I feel like wasting time. And then there's an audience who's like, okay, give me the facts. Let's get to it as quickly as possible. I need the bullets. Let's go. Yep. I mean, there is radio. There is the model of the morning zoo, people mm -hmm. making jokes, people, you know, farting, you know, you know, people mm -hmm. taking weird sound effects and that will always be there, but that's not what you or I are in the business for. Mm -hmm. And I don't think anybody listening to this is in that space as well. Radio is moving to podcasting. NPR announced that they're going to make more money in 2020 from podcasting than they did terrestrial radio. Wow. So radio is moving here wow. with no problem at all. You said something that made me question my own uh -oh. behaviors. You said, if you don't have anything to say that day, you don't have to release a podcast. And and there have been times where I'm like, hmm, what should I podcast about today? And then there are those days where it's like, oh my gosh, I can't get in the studio fast enough. I have to talk about this right now. 
are you suggesting that if somebody has a regular schedule and say it's Wednesday and you would normally release a podcast, but you just, you know, there, there aren't any topics at the top of your mind, are you suggesting that you might just not produce anything that day? Yeah, I would suggest that your audience wants stuff from you. So I would be a little bit more strategic. Hmm. There are times when we release an episode, something happened yesterday and we want to talk about it today. Mm -hmm. But there are times where you're driving around and you, you've come up with an idea that would make a great episode. There are a few you can put in the can mm -hmm. that are more kind of timeless and ageless, mm. but I'm a big one for seasons. I'm a yeah. big one for, if you don't have 52 weeks, you know, 52 things to say, don't publish every 52 weeks in season two, tell them when season three is coming back. You can always do a special episode if something really, really changes. Mm. But if you are committed to do a weekly show, and there are reasons to do that. If your audience expects it, there are ones that you can do that are ageless. And hey, I've got nothing for you this week. Let's run episode seven. Let's mm. run episode eight. Mm -hmm. And then you have those in the can. And then if you get up Wednesday morning and you're not feeling good, you know, or better yet, you're feeling fantastic. And the last thing you want to do is get in front of a microphone, run one of those. So just be strategic. Just have a plan. When someone approaches me and says, I want to do a podcast, my first question is always, okay, cool. Why? What's the goal behind it? Right. You know, so I think that's an important question for people to answer. If my answer to that question is because I want to sell more product, I want to grow my email list, I want to grow my following, I don't have any followers, I don't have any email lists, and I think that podcasting is a way for me to reach more people. How do you respond to that? It is a way. The question, is it the way? Mm. We have a thing called the four M's. And the four M's this. The first M is message. What's your message? Mm -hmm. Second M is what's your market. Third M is how are you going to make money? Mm. Fourth M is what's your media? What do you mean by that? Well, in some cases, podcasting makes a lot of sense. My dear mother to this day still believes that she can't listen to a podcast because she doesn't have an apple, <laughs> you know? And so if I'm trying to reach my mom, podcasting would not be the ideal medium. Yeah. You know, in her particular case, it would be probably books at Amazon for her to order. I see. So the thing is, is if you're looking at all of these options, you know, just podcasting is cool and exciting, but there is the noise and there is the competition. If you don't know what you're doing, maybe a book makes more sense. Maybe a YouTube channel makes more sense. You and I are doing an event at Vid Summit talking about, you know, when do you do video? When do you do podcasting? Mm -hmm. But you can only decide what the medium is when you understand your market and when you understand your message and then when you understand how you're going to monetize it. Podcasting might make sense, but, you know, asking a podcast makes sense for me is like, you know, is steak a good choice for dinner? In some cases it is. In some cases it's not. You know, it just depends on who you are. Right. How important is it to, let's say you are new to the game or you're not. You've had an existing podcast, but man, you've been stuck at the same number of downloads for months and months. How helpful is it to get on other more popular podcast <laughs> shows? Like how much time should I spend in terms of building awareness about my podcast, what percentage of that should involve getting on other popular podcasts as a guest? It is a great, great strategy if you truly have something to offer to that audience. Let's pull back the curtain of our first episode together. You know, you said, okay, Paul, you have all the hacks. I want you to give me an episode of the hacks that they haven't heard anywhere else. Because you mm -hmm, care enough mm -hmm. about your audience to ask for that question. So I had to sit down yeah. and I had to outline what are hacks that I haven't given to anybody else. That was fun. Did an episode. 
where we did that and it was really well rated and we both did well because your thing was, I'm going to serve my audience and I'm not going to do an episode unless it does. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, you brought it, man. You, I said, I, I want the kind of stuff that if someone sits down to do a Google search, they won't right. find this. I want the insider stuff. And you're yeah. like, okay, I've been challenged. Yeah, exactly. Let's but, do but, it. But, but that whole process was there. And so if there's someone who has your audience that you can truly serve through being on another podcast, then make that connection. That's a great way to do that. And if you can get on a show mm-hmm. that has your audience and you can serve them, and here's the great thing, it was a great episode for you. You know, but I get mm, random yeah. emails from people all the time. Like, oh, I'd be really good on your show. Why? Well, I'm a good interview. About what? Well, stuff that your audience cares about. Like what? You know, and those all go in the spam can. I really don't read those anymore at all. And we'll link to that episode. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a great model if it makes sense, if it's done in service. My team at Team Johnson, they are awesome. And they are your team. They are here to serve you. Every quarter, we produce a new guide that teaches you, as an entrepreneur, everything you need to know about the latest and greatest changes at Instagram. And you and I both know, like, Instagram is a beast, like with stories and IGTV and going live and all the changes to the feed and the carousel posts and video posts. Holy cow, there's just so much And we want to simplify it for you. Like it was literally so much for me. I had to add additional people to my team just to help me focus on Instagram, do the case studies, report back on what's happening instead of, you know, regurgitating what everybody hears on YouTube. I want to know like what is working, what isn't working. And it changes so often that I've got a team that this is what they're devoted to. And every quarter we produce a new guide sharing with you, entrepreneurs, People are trying to build their brand exactly how to use Instagram to do that. To grab your copy for free, to download it, trust me, it's amazeballs, go to shaleen.com forward slash IG hacks. 